0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bring you incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is an American writer, an entrepreneur, and an academic researcher. Please welcome Rhonda Parker Taylor. Rhonda, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I look forward to our discussion and um, having a good engagement.
0: Oh, yes, for sure. You've got such an incredible background. I was reading your bio again today and I'm just like, wow, you know, we've got some similarities. I'm in the Midwest. I pursued fashion for a little bit. You know, I'm not a writer. I don't that's something I don't know if I'll ever be able to tackle that. But just like a lot of different things you've pursued. And now you have now you are a thriving author and you've written from uh, educational to fiction. Can you kind of walk us through like what got you to become become a writer and thrive in it?
1: Well, first of all, I'd like to say never say never. Okay. <laughs> I would never have thought in my wildest dreams that I would be an author or that I would be patient. But it took from my journey of working with good mentors to really find my purpose. And everybody has a purpose in what they're supposed to be good at. And a lot of times we don't even know it. I flunked my English proficiency test. Oh, Wow. <laughs> And was a teacher that said, you know what? I'm going to tutor you over the summer so you can graduate yeah. and the these are going to be there. And she, um, tutored me and she learned my strengths and my weaknesses during that period of time. And when it came to the end of our journey, I passed the proficiency test. I asked her what I owed her. Um, I worked at an Arby's and, um, She said nothing. You passed your proficiency test. Okay. So this teacher set a whole set of things um, in action for me. I was able to go to college. I was able to get my bachelor, uh, my associate's first in fashion. Then um, I got a business degree and a bachelor's degree, a master's, and then a doctorate. So had it not been from that one mentor, yeah, never have made it to um, the place that I am now. But at the same time, every season of my life, there was someone that mentored me, that I could give some kind of contribution. And it may have been the smallest of conversations, but they may have taken me to another place wow. in my mindset. I'm sure you've experienced things like that before.
0: Oh, yeah. I've had a couple mentors in my life, sure.
1: So that, that took us to a journey of... um being back in Indianapolis, I started my academic journey in in Texas and then came back to Indianapolis. And what I did during that period is I started working in the business world and I saw so many diverse things happening that I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try to write. Yeah. And um, I think that this is something that would be a journey for me. But like all journeys, there's struggles. And, you know, during that, I, I got the the book done and then it sat on my desk, believe it or not, for 20 years.
0: Wow, that's a long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, one day I went to the floppy disk, because I have four books, and I went to the floppy disk to get something academically that I did way back when in the day and the floppy disk had ate it. Oh, no. I I started looking at the printout of the book and I'm like, Oh, no. I had these images that I had had to read, I had to type it Edit it all of the things all over again. I was like, it's time. That's yeah. that is it. This is not going to be the printout that someone sees at, at my funeral and said, Oh, that could have been a best selling um novel, but yeah. he didn't ever publish it. Yeah. And so I went out, and guess what? Now I'm the best selling author and I, I have a life for it. So never say never, just go out and do it.
0: That's right, and so you so you sat on a book for twenty years, and that would, when did you release it? In, was it two thousand two? No, I
1: actually the I released it in two thousand and twenty,
0: uh, February of this year, two thousand. Oh, 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 this one that you from two thousand yeah. you released it this year. Oh, okay. Since <laughs> uh, I had done academic work and
1: published yeah. it, I uh, and all of these other things, but i never let go. I never made myself vulnerable enough to let go of that. Uh-huh.
0: There you go. That's the key word right there, vulnerable, because that yep. you're, you're putting yourself out there. Um, what's it like writing um, fiction versus nonfiction? I think it's fascinating about fiction with f- fiction authors that you can do that.
1: Well, the first thing is when you do the academic writing, you, know, yeah. you sit down and you do like a literature review, which is just basically summarizing everything that's already out there. Sure. That topic. And so when you do fiction, I kind of did the same approach. Of- Approach. what i did is i said okay what's out there what do i want to do but i sat down with my characters and said okay paris i did it like a soap note so anybody that's in a in medical knows what a soap note it is it's basically every demographic on, on her whether uh, whether it be her height her age her you know um physical and as i did that through it, and what of her parents her parents were not alive and you know how did they die and and when i did that i got to know the character so i knew that if she would cough or if she would how she would handle stress or how you know Uh-oh. because that that's how the medical community handles it okay so you know, through it, the emotional does she have any mental challenges and hers her core characteristic is um and a lot of people from the midwest and i'm sure a lot of your uh, um audience will, will relate to this, we're raised that we're workers. You're not idiot unless you work. Right. Was a workaholic.
0: Hmm.
1: And so, you know, I, I started weaving these characters and then um, I also, um, in my personal life, I ha- was volunteering in some um, community action kind of um, projects. And I saw the betrayal that sometimes people experience Mm. and in their communities. And I was like, wow, yeah, you know, the court system, sometimes there's just, you know, there's just no end. And so I kind of weeded all those together. Like, okay, most people won't even socialize like this. Yeah. Unless there's an event. So the main character gets called the jury duty. So she's in there with housewives, which she, you know, she doesn't understand even though her friends are. Yeah. And she's a workaholic. And then she's in there with, you know, other other all these different characters. And then she's seeing the criminal justice system for the first time. And and it kind of goes through her journey of experiencing all these different types of people, the prosecutor and defense and and saying, Wait a minute, what if I missed in my
0: life? Yeah.
1: And she starts saying that not only is it a fiction suspense thrill and things start people start getting sick and dying and then she becomes the jury foreman and I don't want to give be the spoiler alert. Right, no, don't um she starts seeing all this for the first as if she was a new newborn person, like, okay, I'm missing a whole segment of life because all I starts questioning that. Sure. journey with the main character with the characters but you're also going through an exploration of your own life balance are you fulfilling your own purpose as she's questioning these things same thing and this the people around her.
0: very cool and so that you're and it's a crime novel right that's
1: that's correct the name of its crossroads and it, you can find it on amazon or um barnes and Opal or bam um and um there is a second one coming out probably i would say beginning of next year
0: well congratulations when did you start working on that one
1: well i've it's been sitting 20 years also oh uh, <laughs> and so we're in the editing process at it because i had never
0: oh, owned so you wrote four back to back 20
1: freeze each one you get to see their strumbles. sure characters um so in this case it's Uh, The main character is Paris. She's the workaholic out of Indianapolis that works in finance. She's the business major. Uh, Then uh, the second one is a young woman that is a secondary character in the first book. And it's uh, more on um, vulnerability, uh, not knowing and trusting too much, becoming a victim. How do you, you know, how do you prevent yourself from being victimized? That We sometimes raise young women. To be victimized by the what we teach them in how to respond with the world.
0: Yeah. So is Paris kind of like Paris? Is she kind of like, um, kind of like you?
1: He's, I think all of them
0: are. Oh. Even
1: the, you yeah, know that you would say, oh, I would never deal with them because they're all are. As you're writing, you're exposing a little bit of yourself. You're like, okay, oh. how would you feel this? what would I do? Hmm. You know, um, what would these people do? And yes, you may never drop a dead body off the of 38th and guy in road. Yeah. <laughs> but you may have been in a situation where you were riding with someone that could have. Yeah. Wow. Or you have, um, had a flirtation with a person at a food court. Yeah. Uh, and so all of these different, events happen in our lives every day sure yes paris may be predominantly out of all the characters more my core value because it was my first book yeah but it's she also um is everybody's i think because especially women when they have to make decisions about friendship and work and life and um and who do we trust and all of those yeah. things? I'll make those decisions every day.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I love that. I love that you are open about that because I've had maybe one or two other fiction writers on the show. And they, I asked them that question and they were very hesitant to really a- answer it, you know, like because I think that if you're going to be writing a book and it's fiction, I mean, I would assume that it would be kind of like your your um, your alter ego a little bit, you know? Right.
1: Right. It is a little bit. And, and that's why I say on all characters, because if you were going to do certain things, you know, what would be your method? How could you handle it? So, yeah. Or or you want maybe you want to step outside of the box as a fiction writer and say, OK, I want to be totally different. I would never think this. But guess what? It's still in your psyche.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And if you research it, you know, like someone said, at a book signing said, how did you know how to do an autopsy? I had to
0: research it well sure, yeah, yeah yeah how
1: did you how did you learn how the police do their banter and that's the, one of my favorite parts I went on a on a ride with some police officers, and I saw, you know and i I would hear their banter you know as they're you know doing a, an accident I didn't get to see a crime scene like what i what i suggested uh shown in in um, crossroads, but you know everything is an experience, so it could be you at any given time in your life.
0: Wow, very cool. What was your inspiration for the book?
1: Originally, it was seeing the injustices in um, the legal system.
0: Mm. Huh.
1: It turned, though, that's why I say you never say never, because as I did it, I realized it was a journey in relationships, too.
0: Oh, okay. It,
1: and that's one of the things that the reviews say a, a lot about is that. that the personal relationships and the um, individual development of each character is one of the strengths. And I think it's because I really thought about each character and what their roles were in their lives and in their interactions with each other, whether it was a mentor in the relationship, a supporter of, of uh, the main character's life, um, you know, or the flirt uh, flirtation. What, what what does that really mattered to her and to each other
0: yeah very cool you mentioned vulnerable and so you didn't want to be vulnerable to to release a book what was your well when the was it when the floppy disc was eaten is when you're like that's it I'm going to publish this well
1: I had started to publish it in the early 2000s I had a and all of a sudden my life took a turn so just almost like in the book where her life takes a turn. It's almost like I may have been almost a premonition of my own life because um, my mother got cancer and died. So sorry. Uh, My, um, to the day, um, my adopted son, my mom died on September 19th. To the day after that, a couple of years later, my son was shot, my adopted son was shot and killed on the um and at at a workplace accident, uh, or a, not an accident when someone comes in with a gun, but he was right. a bounce. Um, and so as my cycle of life kind of tra- I became more frail. Yeah. To myself into a vulnerable position. I was a more of a survival um and had to practice more positivity and rejuvenate myself.
0: Yeah.
1: Um then it became life was busy and you had to do this and you had to do that. And when that floppy just did it, I realized, wait a minute, what about your dream?
0: Yeah, for real.
1: Those dreams sometimes, or even at least dry. And my sister said, if you never make yourself vulnerable, and that's where a mentor comes in and might yeah. have an older sister says, you'll never know.
0: Right. I think vulnerability is a superpower, actually.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think a superpower is a good term for that because white, It doesn't matter what the
0: outcome is, then. Yeah, I agree. I think that fear is an illusion, and it's just we got to get past like that self limiting belief to just you got to just do it, just pull the trigger, right? Like what, what what what's the worst that could happen? And so since you since then since you've released this crossroads February of of this year, what has been the response?
1: You know, I've been blessed. It's not that it had, you know, I'm definitely not a Kunst you know, or at Patterson or these, you know, I, it's not been that because of course, I'm a first time novelist that nobody knows. And if they do, it's probably because they were sitting in one of my college classes as a teacher. (laughs) So, but what I was with as, as it's become successful, if it did become a best selling uh, author in that, is I realized just how wonderful people could be mm-hmm. because like my first book signing you know my um my elementary principal showed up oh wow um my my high school um dean head of head of the school showed up wow and i i was able to say to them did you ever think i would write a novel yeah. And they said, no, and of course, <laughs> it was, you know, one that struggled. I was social, you know, so yeah. the best things along the way is learning. I can do it.
0: Yeah. But
1: mm. um, focus in place again, finding my purpose again. I love teaching people and I love working what I do for a living because, you know, I, I coach people, I, I teaching in the college level, but it also made me self-aware again of who I yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's a novel, or your how beautiful your home can be, or an exercise program that you've been meaning to start because you know you're just not feeling well, and you know that if you don't, your your life is gonna you know your 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 temple is going to deteriorate that per that personal bad per, per-, 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 per- life. Means you need to put the purpose back in. Yes, and put that purpose back in. You become self-aware. You start practicing self-care again. You start building those relationships and networking and and things like this podcast. You know, I'll you know I'll be following your steps from here on out and knowing that we had this 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 engagement and and how you don't get to do that in today's
0: world. Yeah, that's true. I like that. That was beautiful. Where, Ronda? Where can people find you, connect with you, and purchase your book?
1: Okay, so they can purchase my book on Amazon mm-hmm. or, um, or on Barnes and Noble's website, or in uh, on BAM, um, million. It's there called. Um, it's a suspense novel. It's been endorsed by uh, Marilyn Hemingway. Mm-hmm. And and um, JJ Hibbert, um, and both of them are excellent novelists. And Marilyn obviously has a history along, uh, along the way with her uh, with their um grandfather being Ernest Hemingway, and um, you can find me on my website. Everything's Rhonda Parker Taylor, so that's Perfect. very, um, the only thing is remember Rhonda has an H. Okay, and my website's Rhonda Parker Taylor. My um my email, um, all of any any Facebook, Instagram, all of them. Um I'm on well, I can't say all of them. There's so many social medias now that I probably I'm not on all of them, but all the all the primary ones. Um, and I would be love to engage or answer questions for people anytime.
0: Excellent. You guys will put those links in the show notes. So if you are connected with Rhonda here today and want to support her and purchase her book, go click the link, go follow her on social media and check her out and follow her journey as she continues to expand at being an author in today's world. Uh, Rhonda, this is the part of the show where i like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today?
1: What I'd like to leave is um, something that's part of my my book, and it's kind of the lesson learned, and that is um, anger is cruel and fury is overwhelming, but but who can stand before jealousy? You can never find your purpose if you compare yourself to others. Don't do it. Envy rots the bones. Mm. And that's proper. And so I would tell everybody out there, be who you are. There is nothing wrong with who you are. You are a creature of this earth that has a purpose. You just have to be open to find it. And the purpose may not be a novel. It could be making the best coffee that anybody can have because you like the way it makes people feel and you like the different um, parts of nature that makes it that way. It doesn't matter. It's your purpose. So do not fear yourself. Because if you want to be great, you have to make every day great.
0: Beautiful. I love it. Rhonda, thank you so much for being such a great guest today. And congratulations on becoming vulnerable and releasing your first book. We look forward to hearing um, the success of the, ones, the next ones to come. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Looking forward to hearing from everybody.
0: You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.